It is Saturday, June 1st, and this is The Rally. Hey everybody, Adam Giardino with you, and Scranton Wilkesbury. they keep on rolling. A series opening victory over the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, as Scranton Wilkesbury came into the day to celebrate the 30th anniversary of baseball in Scranton. They wore throwback jerseys. For 18 years, the Rail Riders were originally the Scranton Wilkesbury Red Barons, which was a Philadelphia Phillies AAA affiliate. So it felt only fitting that we would have the current AAA affiliate of the Philadelphia Phillies in town for the pomp and circumstance. We'll get to the highlights. And for Scranton Wilkesbury, it started early. In the bottom of the first inning, they were going up against a tough right hander in Eniel de los Santos, but they made their mark on him very quickly. First inning featured a leadoff single by Mike Ford. Rehabber D.D. Gregorius, who finished 0 for 5, popped out for the first out in the inning. Bravik Valera, who's been all over the base pads the last two weeks, walked. And that brought up Mike Talkman, who singled home Mike Ford. It was 1-0 scranton Wilkesbury. On the single, Bravik Valera went first to third. And so Kyle Higashioka clocked a sack fly to center field. And that doubled the lead to make it 2-0. Mike Talkman was still hanging out at first base when Tyler Wade came up. The 2-0 to Wade, smokes it down the right field side. This is fair and into the railhouse. Two-run blast for Tyler Wade, 4-0. Scranton Wilkesbury in front here in the first. So the Rail Riders got four runs in the bottom of the first inning off of one of the best arms in the minor league system for Philadelphia in De Los Santos. He went just two innings as they were managing a pitch count for him, and gave up those four runs. Meanwhile, Chance Adams and the rest of the Rail Riders pitching staff didn't give up much at all. The first six innings were to Adams, and he didn't allow a run. Four hits, no walks, three strikeouts. Adams threw only 73 pitches himself, but for a guy who's been used sparingly up in the big leagues, it had been over three weeks since he had gotten an official start. They pulled the plug on him with that 4-0 lead. And in hindsight, that made plenty of sense because in the bottom of the sixth inning, Tyler Wade walked, but then was caught stealing trying to go to second. So Ryan McBroom walked, and there was a runner at first with one out. Brad Miller singled, Trey Ambergy struck out, and the next batter up was Mike Ford. The 3-1 pitch is a swing and a missile to right center field. It's onto the berm and gone. And a quick little finger point at his first base coach, Julio Borbone. No high fives for those two. The Rail Riders make it 7 nothing. The 11th of the year for Ford, who gave Scranton Wilkesbury a 7 nothing lead. They added a run on an RBI double by Bravik Valera in the 8th, and that brought the game into the ninth inning. After an inning and two-thirds from Danny Coulomb, David Sosby got the final out in the 8th inning, and he looked to wrap things up on just the second shutout of the season for the Rail Riders. Ground ball towards first. Mike Ford gloves it on the back end. He'll wave off Sosby. And that is the final out. The Red Barons win. 8 nothing. the final. Scranton Wilkesbury over Lehigh Valley. Final line for the Red Barons. It's eight runs on ten hits and no errors. For the Iron Pigs, no runs on seven hits and one miscue. In fact, he did close out the second shutout victory of the season for Scranton Wilkesbury in a game that took two hours, 54 minutes of game time to complete before a sellout crowd of 10,000 fans here to celebrate 30 years of baseball in Scranton Wilkesbury. The fans weren't the only ones to celebrate 30 years of baseball in Scranton Wilkesbury. And before the game yesterday, Adam Marco 
man on the street style, walked around the concourse and chatted with some of the former players, coaches, and dignitaries that were in town to celebrate the special night. Going through the line here on Red Barons Weekend, we start with Brandon Duckworth. Brandon, as you return to the footprint that was old Lackawanna County Stadium, now PNC Field, give me a Red Barons memory, something that stands out to you about playing at the ballpark here or being in music. What stands out about your time playing as a Red Baron? Ooh, there's so many. I guess you're always going to remember the turf. You know, between the turf and me being a pitcher, the Lackawanna, the Lackawanna, how dead the ball was here at night. So, you know, you always remember that, but you always remember the beautiful backdrop with the trees and, and all the rocks and, and whatnot. And obviously now it's a little bit different look as far as the stadium goes, but, you know, all for the better. You were a player of the month. We had not had a triple-A player of the month between you and a guy named Mike King last year. Do you remember that month where you were honored by all of triple-A? Yeah, I tell you what, it just, it just seemed like my whole year that year was just very special, whether it was just that one month, but... You know, just the, I was very fortunate to have the consistency, and we had a great club that helped me out along the way as well. So, you know, without them, it couldn't have been possible. But, you know, it's just a special time, and you always look back fondly of saying, wow, that was an unbelievable year and an unbelievable stretch. John Zuber, back here in Northeast Pennsylvania. What do you remember about your time as a Red Baron, or maybe even Mark Bombard, the skipper? Well, I, I remember my time as a Red Baron. I've been about five years, and, and uh, I just remember a great atmosphere. Uh, the fans, a, a lot of it was, it was a it was a real family type feeling around here. Uh, not a big city feel, and it seemed like the fans were here. You wanted to play for them. You got to know them, and, and I really liked that. And you know, for Bombi for three years, uh, I can't say enough about the guy. The, the, the greatest thing about Bombi is is he believed in you. And, and I always felt that. And no matter if, the, if we were winning by a lot or losing by a lot, he always found a way t- to remember a good play. And, and so he'd always be complimenting you and pumping you up and stuff like that. And he was, he was a guy that you just wanted to run through the wall for. Mickey Morandini back for a second time this season here in Northeast Pennsylvania. We had the chance back in early April to talk a little bit about your time as a Red Baron. What was it like for you playing in triple-a ballpark back then you know a replica of almost of the vet and of three river stadium outside of where you grew up what do you remember about playing here at the old ballpark well it was exciting i know that i I had a lot of veteran players on that team uh in 90 um a lot of good veterans they were real helpful and um i remember the turf like it was today i mean it was it was a nice turf fairly soft compared to the vet um yeah and i remember some cool rainy nights here and and some hot days in the summer here and the fans were great i mean the fans came out uh, and really supported us so uh, a lot of good memories i have a real good memory of uh, when floyd was here i believe we got into a major brawl with kurt ford i think it was kurt ford got hit by a pitch and all all heck brought you know went loose and floyd was right in the middle of it and finally former skipper mark bombard you're back here on Red Barons weekend. You're sitting amongst some of your friends, some of your players. What does it mean for you to come back and have your number retired? Oh, it's special, you know. I mean, with this crew right here that's signing autograph, I'm in good hands. Uh, it's a great gesture. You know, I appreciate everybody that was behind it. A lot of people stayed in my corner and uh, recipient of some great players over the past years, good coaches, and, 
you know, it's great for this area. You know, we got some good fans, and uh, I hope they had some good memories back there the eight years I was here. On behalf of the Rail Riders and the Red Barons in the front <laughs> office, we thank you for everything that you've done for this community over the years, and it's an honor for us to have you back, sir. Well, it's an honor to be back here, and, and thank you for all, all the people that helped us have that success in those eight years. You know, it was a, it was a combined effort. Like I said, coaches, players, front office staff, everybody involved, and uh, I'm very much appreciative of it. That does it for us today on the Rally. Thanks for making us part of your day. Make us part of your afternoon as well. 405 first pitch between the Rail Riders and Iron Pigs in the second game of the series. Scranton Wilkesbury throws right-hander Drew Hutchison to the mound, looking to bounce back from his last performance. Rail Riders, nine games above 500, looking to extend their season best mark, looking to go to 10 games above 500 with a win this afternoon. Pre-game coverage with Adam Marco and me begins at 3.35 this afternoon. You can catch it all on the Rail Riders radio network, the TuneIn Radio app, and on the MILB First Pitch app as well. I'm Adam Giardino. You can follow me on Twitter at Adam Giardino, G-I-A-R-D-I-N-O. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you later today.